Hello, Flyover family. Welcome. We are so glad that you are with us today. As you can see, we are not in our normal studio because we are at the Reawaken America event with Clay Clark in Dallas, Texas. And oh my gosh, it is absolutely amazing. If you are new to Flyover to Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And we here at Flyover are trying to inspire 80 million people to do one thing every single day to save our own country. And that's you. That's you. This episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. You know, the thing I love about Mike is he's a patriot. He he's is. not just a business owner. He's employing American workers, building American products, and and putting the resources back in to help save America. So if you're kind of into saving America, you love this place, you love freedom, he's a great company to support. If you use promo code FLYOVER, you can get up to 66% off of everything in their store. Slippers, dog beds, yep. sheets, obviously pillows. Man, you know, dog beds are great. Your dog lays his life on the line for you every single day. Every day. Get him a decent bed. That's right. So go to MyPillow.com, <laughs> use the promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. So buckle up and check this out. Hey, Flyover family. We're back here in Dallas, Texas, the Reawaken America event. And this is one I know that all of you will be clamoring for and somebody that we've been very excited to have a conversation with, Dr. Simone Gold of America's Frontline Doctors. Thanks for stopping by. Of course. Happy to be here. Man, I tell you, you have so many things going on. There are so many fights that you are fighting right now. It's been truly crazy. What's probably the biggest thing on your plate? I mean, just pushing back medical tyranny and communism. That's all. That's it. <laughs> that's your side hustle these days. Do you days. sleep? Not much. <laughs> Not. Well, let's, let's kind of start at the beginning because I remember for me, America's Frontline Doctors came on the radar the first time I saw everybody on the steps, at the, I think at the Supreme Court. is It was a such a stark image with the jackets and the unity and, and, and like... It was the first message that I saw of, hey, th we can win this thing. Hey, there's hope because mm -hmm. everything else was was, you know, hide behind your water heater and suck your thumb and, and, and just, you know, hope for the best. And then there was this this like line of almost like superheroes of like, hey, we can beat this. We've got this, you know, and then and then sort of then the hate came. Love it. And, and I, so I let's love go that. to that moment a little bit. What brought that together? There's so much disinformation, censorship, and propaganda that was going on that ethical doctors got together and said, we have to talk directly to the American people. And really, over the previous months prior to that moment, I was collecting doctors who understood the Hippocratic Oath, who understood that they wanted to care for patients. And by the way, there's a lot of us. There's a lot of us. Praise the Lord. So, yeah. so I said, mm -hmm. let's go and talk to the American people. I had no interest in doing media interviews. People said, well, go do a media interview. I'm not even interested. What I'm interested in is bringing the truth directly to the American people. So when we went to Washington, D.C., July 27th, 2020, we did eight hours of education. People forget that. People remember the famous video, but we actually did eight hours of education. You know, just early treatment work. What's it like in other nations? What's it like in Africa? What's it like for children, for old people, for frail old people? You know, what are all the implications? Masks, et cetera. We did eight hours. And in the middle, we stepped out to the Supreme Court steps and we did a press conference. And that press conference, I'm so happy to hear you say that, gave people a lot of hope. And by the way, yes. you should have hope. There's early treatment. We said it then. Yeah. We kept saying it. Lockdowns did not work then. They don't work now. They only work to lock down our freedoms. Masks don't work as per Fauci, what he said in the beginning before, you know, the powers that be told him to say something different. So we're so happy we brought that message of hope to you and, and to everybody. You know, yes. We do a lot of interviews with different groups of, of, of people and like we see like the fire departments. They kind of this natural brotherhood. They kind of band together and like, you know, we're not putting up with this. And we're locking arms. And you see this with different categories. You don't see that kind of unity in the medical field. You see it like isolated and, and even like some doctors will kind of whisper to you and, and, and it's maybe it's almost like a secret. 
you know, if they feel something, but there's not that, that, Hey, we're, we're one force together against something. That's a very, nobody's asked me that in the last 20 months. That's a very astute observation. It's really difficult to get doctors to organize together like this. I mean, of, of all the things I've done, that's one of the hardest was bringing together a lot of doctors. It is our natural tendency to work as individuals. We get licensed as individuals. We practice as individuals. We studied hard as individuals. One of the things that's gone terribly wrong in this past two years is that there's been a collective mentality to the doctors, right? They're listening to the CDC. They're listening to the, the FDA. And that's not how doctors practice. Doctors normally practices individuals right so your instinct that you observe something is, is spot on we were so desperate to bring the truth to the american people that we came together for that purpose each of us though is still very individualistic we don't agree on everything we never talk politics that might surprise people but we never talk politics we talk science we're like well early treatment works masks don't work but we practice doc medicine as individuals. And the more we can get back to individual doctors practicing medicine for individual patients, the better off we'll be. Because there's a lot of protocols right now, too. If somebody's in a hospital situation, it's protocol. Protocol is really protocol is the kiss of death. Mm -hmm. So even as a doctor, long before COVID and the lockdowns happened, I knew the protocols were a problem because really it is not one size fits all. That's the whole purpose, purpose of having a doctor. The protocols these days, we believe, are designed certainly not to help people. We we haven't decided as a group if we think they're actually trying to kill people, mm -hmm. but for sure they're not trying to help people. If you were trying to help people, you'd give them easy access to early treatment like they do in non-Western nations. It might surprise you to know that in non-Western nations, it's easy as pie to get hydroxychloroquine at your local shop. It's easy peasy. Here in America, though, there are protocols for drugs that seem to be killing people. Remdesivir, intubation. It's well known that these things don't work, but the protocols say to do it. The hospitals are being financially incentivized to go along with the protocols. And right. this is where we are. And this is why, but the average American feels it in their soul mm -hmm. that something is amiss. Yes, they sure do. You know, you seem uniquely equipped for this. It's a little bit like, you know, in the, in the Old Testament, like David killed a bear. He killed a lion yep. long before Goliath came along. And, and you're an attorney, a Stanford graduate, your medical degree, like you seem, you seem like, like overly equipped for this time. Yep. Like you were so prepared before this ever happened. Do you, do you ever feel that kind of like, like maybe, you know, I was like made for this moment and, and, and you're like, like an answer to prayers. Thank you. I do feel on looking back over the last two years and then my life prior to this, that everything prepared me for this moment. I was watching as I'm working in the emergency department, taking care of patients, I was watching so much illegality. And I'm also was in addition to the illegality, I was so focused on the constitution as a lawyer and I was watching our constitutional rights evaporate. So I do think there was something special about being a doctor and a lawyer that enabled me to recognize what right. was going on. And I won't Quit and I won't give in the way perhaps a doctor might say, well, what can I do? I'm like, no, 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 because lawyers are used to fighting. I'm used to fighting for the Constitution. So I do think the two together has been super helpful. I couldn't do it, though, without an amazing team of other doctors and other lawyers. I call them my freedom warriors, my freedom doctors and my freedom lawyers. But yes, putting it together has been, I think, critical to our success. How did you start America's Frontline Doctors and where did that even thought come from? Yeah, so I, you know, my dad... I don't say this often, but my dad's an immigrant. And so I've always loved America, like just like like the air that I breathe, mm -hmm. the air that I breathe. So the word America had to be there. The word doctor had to be there. And we're very offended at corporate bureaucratic government doctors making rules for the average doctor. We are on the front lines. I've always been a frontline doctor, yeah. whether or not there's a pandemic. So it had to be America's yes. frontline doctors. There was no choice. And, that, that makes a lot of sense. And that site is helping a lot of people. Can you walk us through what can somebody find when they go to your site? 
we we are here to empower you. You don't need the government and you need you need your neighbors, you need your family, and you need your friends and you need good information. Come to americasfrontlinedoctors.org. You will find news. There's a very robust news department. You will find options to get early treatment. So you go to aflds.org slash meds, for example, and you can sign up for a treatment, uh, a consultation with a physician and determine if you need early treatment medications. I encourage everyone to have it. Our doctors are well-educated and they know that you should have it on hand before you get sick. So you can help yourself in that way. AFLDS.org slash legal. You can learn about all the different lawsuits. We've actually filed 12 lawsuits wow. against different uh, University of California, University of Nevada, the CDC, uh, the Department of Defense. Many, many lawsuits going on against Jim Crow de Blasio, one of my most favorite ones. There'll be oral arguments on January 11th. You come to our news site, AFLDS.org slash news. You're going to find all this information there to help you. If you're trying to do a religious exemption, we're really up against the clock on these things. You go to our legal section, AFLDS.org slash legal, and you put in for the religious exemption. You'll be able to figure it all out. You don't, you don't need anybody else to help you. We put it all out there for you. In exchange, I ask that you come join us because obviously these things are expensive and take a lot of time, money, and efforts, but it's free for everybody. But please consider joining us, you know, AFLDS.org slash join. Can you talk about the slash citizens? Oh my gosh. Thank you for reminding me. (laughs) There's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. We know that what's going wrong is that is you're having big, um, powerful forces that are constricting the freedom in your daily life, right? So it's the school boards, it's the the superintendent, it's the mayor, it's the city council, it's the public health official in your neighborhood. Well, you can take all that back and you say, well, how can I do that? Or I'm willing to do it, but I'm scared. I've never gone to school board meeting on my own. I've never, you know, I've never run for a local office. You know what? You need your posse. You need your people. Come to aflds.org slash citizen. Or just, you know, AFLDS.org and look for the citizen section. Come join our citizen court. What the citizen court is, it's really a matchmaking service. We're, we're putting you together with the people in your neighborhood, people that live in your general area. That's the people you can turn to, to empower you, your posse. Yes. You want to go to the school board meeting? You want 20 parents to go with you? We got it. That's what you need to do. That's Man. how we take back our country. That's it's so linking good. arms. It's, Correct. It's linking, there's power in numbers. In no fact, that's one it. of our pictures on the Citizen Court. We're all linking oh, arms. Oh, that is yeah. great. That well, is that's really the sign cool. of unity, what we need, because all the other messages are there to divide you. I got one other big question for you. I want to make sure people know how to, how to stay in touch. Every link that was just mentioned, we'll put in the notes down below. Yes. So if you're listening right now on Podbean or Apple or any, you know, where you, you know, you're, you, you can't see down below in the show notes will be every link that was just mentioned, even slash films. They got so much work going on. Another way that you can stay in touch is you can text in. And I mean, all the work's been done for you. You just kind of have to show up. Right. You know, we always say, wake up, speak up, show up here at Flyover Conservative. So all you got to do is show up, send them a text, text the number 80990. And just text AFLDS, America's Frontline Doctors, AFLDS to 80990. Send a text there, and then you'll be in the loop for updates, new things coming on. The court case on January 11th, so many things happening. i got to ask one more question. A lot of people want to wake up, speak up, and show up. But in their daily life, they've, you know, they go to work, come home, and they've been in a routine, and there was a degree of, of comfortableness there. They're nervous of being insulted, nervous of somebody calling them a name, nervous of standing out, nervous of anything. I got to think in your situation with, with, with being an attorney, being a doctor, all of your success, academics to stand up and do the right thing and then to be attacked, to be called names, to to have things come at you. How have you processed that of not allowing that to affect your identity, to affect your momentum, to affect your emotion? I'm sure it has to, to a degree, because Mm -hmm. you're, you're not a machine. You know, but you're doing so much good. But the so much good you've done is also brought so much mudslinging. Yes. You know, because you're standing up against a, a 
powerful, I'd almost say demonic mechanism, but, but how have you processed that personally? Another very astute as, question. As an, as an advice, because people are looking at this, yes. like if, if Dr. Simone Gold has done the things she's done, you can go to your school board. I'm just saying that. And, and if you've never been called a name before and you're nervous, this is the best person you could probably get advice from. It's an excellent question because it's the core of what's going wrong. Human beings are very subject to peer pressure. We know that if we raise children and even if in our own lives, you know, look at even... No, no, no insults to anybody, but you know, if you're overly into fashion, for example, you're, you're copying what everybody else is doing it is really intrinsic to being a human being is, is that peer approval. And we all mm -hmm. do it to some extent, but you must try very hard as parents and then in for yourself to raise children that really look to themselves and their own approval. And then you as the adult, it's the same thing. You simply can't let it define yourself. What other people think of you, neither the good nor the bad. There is no question that I was top of my game as a doctor and a lawyer in America, the best law school, the best med schools, you know, et cetera. And they're calling me, you know, terrible names, right. as you said, but it actually doesn't really matter. <laughs> and once you are, are called those names and you live through it and you walk through it, you're like, you know what? It actually doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You actually are incredibly liberated. It, it's over. And so I really urge everyone, you're living... Anyone who cares too much, the good or the bad, what people say about you are in a way living a little bit in a prison. Mm -hmm. You're dependent on others. Just, I, I would say, look the fear in the eye, go forward anyway. And if you have to fake it until you feel it, then just fake it. Because freedom is really dying right before our eyes. If you've got children, if you've got grandchildren, I, I, I don't really care if you feel uncomfortable. It's just your feelings. It will pass right? Go fight for freedom. Oh, Go that is such great advice. Thank you so much, Dr. Gold, for your time. Thank you for what you are doing to help save our country. We are so honored to have this interview and we really appreciate everything. Can I share one more story before we let you go? This is a unique opportunity. I want people to hear something because um, we attended an event in uh, Tulsa. It was the first kind of reawakened America before it was reawakened. It was just still, it was trying to wake up reopen. It was still reopening at that point. And, uh, is it my son and I and Stacy all went and we were at a uh, waffle house late one night. Cause it was probably the only thing open and we we're sitting there and we didn't know anyone. We had never been a part of, of any of this and we we're sitting there. And, um, this is, I want you guys to hear this because you see another side of this all the time, but you don't know anybody till you see him at Waffle House at midnight, you know, and, and, and in comes Joey Gilbert and I think Lee Dundas and yourself. And, and we didn't even know who them were. It was just you. And we're just sitting there like, oh, wow, hey, there's, wow, because you spoke on stage and, and, and like Lee was the last one and she brought the house down, you know, like she does. And, and, and watch you guys walk in and, and the way that you treated each person that came up to you and you had a bit tired and your feet were probably hurting and you're hungry. I mean, you're not, you're not a Waffle House at midnight, you know, cause you're, you know, and, and, and the way you treated the staff. And the people working there, I'm like, this is somebody that you can get behind and trust because when, when no one, when, when you're not on stage, that's the real deal. So I thank you for that. That's a big thing. We need, we need good heroes that are good heroes behind the scenes. And this is one. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much. I am, I'm going to tell my mom and dad that you said that. Oh, that is great. Thank you again for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Flyover family, for joining us today. Again, this episode is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Get up to 66% off everything with little Mike over here at MyPillow.com. Slippers, beds, yep. dog beds, you name it, the whole bit. Use promo code FLYOVER and get up to 66% off of everything in the entire store. When you go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code FLYOVER, 66% off. 
We are so glad you joined us today and we bless you. We bless yeah. you to realize that you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize that your future is brighter than your past. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whiten. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.